This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaikul. The EPA estimates that between 6 million and 10 million homes get their water through lead pipes. That drinking water can be dangerous since lead is a potent neurotoxin and can cause serious health problems, especially for kids. So on Thursday, the Biden administration took its first shot at removing that poisonous metal from water systems across the country through a new mandate. The White House plans to require that communities remove all lead pipes from their drinking water systems, quote, as quickly as is feasible. At the same time, the move comes as the EPA faced a deadline on Thursday to decide how to approach a 2020 drinking water rule put forward by the Trump administration. Today, Politico's Annie Snyder on how Biden hopes to remove lead pipes from the nation's drinking water systems and the complicated regulations behind that move. It's Friday, December 17th. So Annie, this isn't the first time an administration has issued a plan like this. What's Biden proposing here? The Biden administration has cared particularly about this issue for a couple of reasons. First of all, while lead is something that affects a broad swath of the country, it does have a disproportionate impact on low-income communities, communities of color. And the Biden administration also sees a real opportunity for jobs in dealing with this issue. You know, pulling lead lines out of the ground, replacing them, that's a big undertaking. So the plan that the White House released on Thursday has really three main pillars. The first is getting money out the door to deal with the problem. Congress did allocate $15 billion as part of that bipartisan infrastructure bill for removing lead service lines from drinking water systems. So they want to get that money out the door quickly. Second, they want to focus on the regulatory side, requiring communities to remove lead lines. And then finally, they're putting a special focus on vulnerable places, especially things that the federal government might have control over, like lead paint and public housing. Got it. So the Biden administration is hoping to use that $15 billion that you mentioned. Is that enough money? The easy answer is no. The water industry estimates that it'll take on the order of 45 to $60 billion to fully remove lead from the nation's drinking water systems. There are lots of communities that have been proactively moving to eliminate lead pipes from their systems already using other funding streams that are out there. But there's also lots of communities that maybe aren't inclined. This is something that could end up raising water rates. And there's plenty of systems out there that don't even know they have a problem. We, as a country, don't know where all of the lead pipes are and what our really old water systems are made of. So that's the financial side of things. But what about the regulatory side? What's the Biden administration planning to do with that piece? Yeah, so the regulatory side of things is really seen as crucial to being able to get to the Biden administration's goal of eliminating lead for water systems. But they faced a bit of a conundrum on this issue. The Trump administration had issued its own rule that it touted as a big improvement over the existing regulations that had been on the books for 30 years. A couple of notable pieces of that, it required utilities to map their systems and find all those lead lines. And it also tightened sampling requirements under the rule. But public health advocates really saw that regulation as a mixed bag. It didn't lower the action level, which is the point at which 
what lead levels get so high that utilities have to start taking emergency actions like ripping lead lines out of the ground. Scientists agree that there is no safe level of lead exposure, but the Trump administration opted to keep the existing action level of 15 parts per billion, whereas environmental groups and community groups have really pushed to lower that level. The Trump rule also lengthened the amount of time that utilities that violate that action level have to remove lead lead pipes from their systems. So it would have given utilities more than 33 years to remove lead from their systems, and that didn't even guarantee that they would fully complete the job. So when the Biden administration came into office, they delayed implementation of that Trump rule and really spent the past six months mulling what to do and talking with affected communities about how to approach this issue. So that kind of begs the question then, where did the White House eventually land with that Trump rule? Yeah. So in the end, the Biden administration concluded that the Trump rule on the whole was more protective than the regulation that had been on the books for the past 30 years. And so they opted to go ahead and let that Trump rule go into effect starting on Thursday, while at the same time they undertake a new rulemaking to try and tighten the requirements and in particular, set a firm time horizon for requiring that all water systems eliminate lead pipes. So advocates have largely praised this approach. This mapping was seen as a real important piece of things, and especially in the context of this new $15 billion that Congress has put towards removing lead lines. But advocates are also real concerned because this new rulemaking is going to take years. Biden administration says they hope to complete it by 2024. But that's definitely not a sure thing. And at least one group that's suing over the Trump rule, the Natural Resources Defense Council has objected to letting the Trump rule go into effect at all. Also, on Thursday, the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee released its portion of Democrats' climate and social spending bill, and one of the most politically sensitive measures remained in. The draft committee text keeps the same language regarding methane fees included in the House-passed version of the Build Back Better bill. Now, the language in the new text likely serves as a placeholder as Senate Democrats continued to hold discussions with centrist holdout Joe Manchin. The West Virginia Democrat has helped kill other provisions that would have penalized fossil fuels. At the same time, Democrats are placing a lot of importance on the methane fee as a policy that could reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Besides the methane fee, though, most of the other key climates and environment provisions included in the Senate text are broadly consistent with the House-passed version of the Build Back Better bill. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Carlos Prieto and I are the show's producers. Raghu Manavalin is our senior editor of audio. Jenny Ament is Politico Audio's interim executive producer. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back on Monday.